What happens in the brief moment between life and death? Do you see your life in a flash of memory? Is there a brilliant light? Or is the truth something much darker? Something beyond your deepest fears? Hello? Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. And if anyone asks, are we there yet? You're walking the rest of the way. What about Cookie? Where does that come from? My parents let me choose my name when I was three. If my parents let me choose at that age, I'd be fire truck. I'd be peepee. They were on their way to the biggest party on the West Coast. Oh, my God. Instead, Looks like your gas line's cut. They found themselves trapped in a place. Where did everybody go? Anyone home? Not on any map. So we're stuck for the night? There's rotting flesh back there, right? You see the dying people. I saw a trucker, half a trucker. Something in the air. Where they're about to get close enough to death <clears throat> to smell it. Welcome to Definitely First Blood. My name is Mitch. And my name is Christopher, and we are a horror movie podcast. We talk about horror movies from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, and sometimes today. Hello. Hi. We're back. We are. And better than ever. We were supposed to have an episode last week, Mm -hmm. but we had forgotten that the cat was getting spayed on... There was a lot happening. So Uh, it didn't happen. Our... Studio is under construction, yeah, and uh, it was also a million degrees, so like a lot of things were conspiring against and my willingness studio to do this. Studio being under construction, we mean our apartment balcony was getting jackhammered, jackhammered to within an inch of its life, and then very poorly put back together. Mm, to be honest, yeah, I'm not but very happy about it. It is but, what it is. Hey, at least they pressure washed it. So now it's we can get it all a uniform color. Yeah, anyway. we can get it all dirty the way we like it, <laughs> in our specific ways. We don't have to build off other people's exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Reeker today from two thousand five. Um, this was your first time seeing it. Yeah, was it ever? I have seen it before numerous times. It was one of the movies that I would rent from the video store when I had like first moved here. Oh. I was living on my own. Um, it was like a regular in my rotation. I see. Well, it's very snappy. I I enjoyed it then. I still enjoyed it this time. 
Okay. <laughs> you didn't, obviously. Uh, I was just frustrated in the end, ultimately. Yeah. Uh, but the ride to get there, because at the beginning I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like, clearly there's been some sort of apocalypse or something. Okay, so like, at what point do you think that you would start to think that you're in like a limbo death situation? If you were in one of these scenarios. I mean, this was a very popular trope. Yes, because I was going to, I have a list of movies to yeah. compare it to. Oh, it's excellent. like, it's sort of like these, well, it's only two, but they're blended together. And oh, I'm yeah, sure there's, there's like a, a million bunch, other yeah. ones that I'm just not thinking of. Mm -hmm. But um, it was uh, Identity. Is that the one with John Cusack? Yeah, it was a little bit like that. Yeah. And so that meets Final Destination. Oh, Final Destination. Yeah. Interesting. Because it was clearly supernatural. They're yeah. dying in crazy, wacky ways. There's that one called like Mind Shaft or Mind Oh, games yes. Or yes. something like that. Mind Games. And they have to get the one out of there. Yeah. There's a bunch. This is like a, especially in the mid to like 2010s. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was like a, just like a lame attempt at like a twist ending. Yeah. I wonder what the impetus, the cultural impetus behind that was. I think but it who knows? It was like in the middle of the torture porn era. Mm. So I feel like they were trying to sort of move away from that. It's like I don't know. Psychological. Yeah. Ah. So Reeker is written and directed by Dave Payne, who um, directed Adam Family Values. Um, Whoa. Stars Tina Illman as Gretchen. She was in a few movies and did some video game voices around the time, but nothing like super notable. Uh, Devin Gummersall is Jack. He was in Independence Day, uh, Roswell, Dead and Breakfast, and he's in The Last Ship. Ariel Kebble as Cookie. Um, she's in Midnight, Texas, the American remake of Tale of Two Sisters, Gilmore Girls, Ballers. She's in that new Bone Collector series as the Angelina Jolie role. Oh, delightful. Um, Derek Richardson is Nelson. In the same year, he was also in Hostel. He's the Achilles tendon guy uh, in Hostel. Um, he also was Jim Carrey in the Dumb and Dumber prequel that I guess existed in 2003. Wow. And he was a regular on that anger management wow. TV series. Hmm. What a storied life. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Scott White as Trip. He's mainly a voice actor. He, he sounded so familiar. It was a voice in The Last of Us 2, Death Stranding, Fallout 76. Mm. Heck, he's even one of the voices in The Sims 4. Wow. Yeah. Eric Mabius is Radford. He's in some classic 90s movies like Welcome to the Dollhouse, Cruel Intentions, Resident Evil. He's in The L Word, Ugly Betty. Um, he's in this whole series of TV movies called Signed, Sealed, and Delivered. It's on either like Lifetime or Hallmark or something. And it is about a group of postal worker detectives who investigate undelivered packages from the past. So each episode is them trying to deliver these undelivered mail and solving the mystery behind it. Wow. Yeah. What a Hallmark idea. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm, I'm impressed by their ingenuity coming up with that. But also this would be a great real life TV show. Like a reality show? Yeah, exactly. With real postal workers investigating <laughs> real packages from real people to real people. Get on that, Hallmark. Um, and then we had Michael Ironside as Henry. I mean, he's like the bad guy in everything. Yes. Scanners, Total Recall, Starship Troopers, Prom Night 2, Watchers, a bunch of stuff. 
He fits it so well. All right, so the movie starts with a kid, his dog, dad, mom, driving down the road in the desert when they hit a deer. And the deer completely liquefies (laughs) into just goo. Dad and the dog are in the back. Mom's driving. And this little shit, before they hit the deer, he's like, I find something that starts with the letter D. I mean, you could have given your mom a little bit of a heads up. Exactly. She's going to drive into this deer that's standing completely motionless in the middle of the day in the middle of the road. She starts losing control of the car. There's like a little wiggly wave that sort of goes over it. And the blood is so thick and nasty that she she doesn't... Oh, it's a rental. That's why she doesn't know how to use the windshield wipers. That makes sense. (laughs) But he knows where it is, the little kid. So they pull over to inspect the damage and the dog, Bixby? Bixby runs off so the dad goes to find it and he walks into this bush and then the mom sees the dog all bloody pulling itself in, yeah it like, was with ups- its front leg it was pretty upsetting because it was unexpected to when me. they show the dog in the car they only show it from like the midsection up so it's obviously like a dog who's partially paralyzed oh that makes perfect sense yes. but yes it is sort of well is it sad that it it's that's just how it lives well its life. to me i thought that it had been ripped in half and I think it was just like the, covered in blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the back legs weren't working. Yeah, but what do I know? That's yeah. that was my initial reaction. I was like, oh, I don't need to see this. <laughs> well, she's freaked out, and then the dad comes out of the the bushes, and there's a wave effect. Like there's something there ooh, with him. Ooh, it's like a propane gas heat wave sort of. And the kid knew something was up. Like he was like, oh, he was pounding on pounding, and his mom just thought that he had seen the dog and was freaking mm-hmm. out about that but he's actually freaking out about his dad who's missing half of his head but he's still walking what a champion yeah um well, yeah it's like he's only missing half of his brain and people can still do stuff like that right that's true but this is a pretty traumatic brain injury to uh, recover from so quickly <laughs> i guess but also it's not real right as we know they're already dead at this point uh it's a movie not a documentary. Well, I know, but they're, it's not real in <laughs> no, the context of, of the world either. They're already already dead. Yeah. That really sucks for them because compared to everyone else got to like drink a bunch, almost have sex, yeah. uh, shoot a gun a bunch of times. They All that they got to do was like suffer by the road and clean the car. That's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. The mom smells a bad smell, which runs throughout. Uh-oh. Uh, and... She's like coughing. She sees that the dad's head is halved. Oh no. Sucks to suck, I guess. So she turns around. It's spooky scary. And then it's the opening credits, which I have to say were extremely of the time. There's like a grungy font. Oh yeah. There's news articles and stuff to give exposition. Flying around in the background. Very hard to see. Waking up from comas and having car accidents. So they're sort of letting you know right at the beginning what's going on. I really hated that. It was giving too much away too soon, I felt. I was like, come on, guys. (laughs) Come on. You got to, like, leave this open a little bit. Yeah. But no. I don't know. I feel like people don't generally, like, pay attention to the credits. So I don't think, like, it was super spoilery, to be honest. No, that's very true. And it didn't give too much away. It was just, like, person wakes up from coma. Person has a car accident. Hmm. I guess I wasn't paying enough attention to them to to say one or the other either. And here you are, saying it's giving the whole thing away. Yeah, I'm a real asshole that way. <laughs> then we meet Trip, 
Yes, this start meeting like our young cool characters. Oh, what a what a weird goofball this guy is. He's buying ecstasy from shirtless Eric Mavius, aka Radford. Okay, so he's a doctor who got fired because he was like weird and selling drugs or something. And he's got the good shit. This is some like pure MDMA and tiny little. Pills. But how does Trevor know it's for real? So for some reason, he just punches him in the face. Yeah, that's how you know. And then once uh, Radford leaves, Trevor s- or Trip steals all of the pills like a fucking idiot. Like, and, and this is like a palatial L.A. floor-to-ceiling window. It's like a doctor's, doctor's office. Doctor's office. Uh, yeah, like he's not just going to come back in and be like, oh, where did all my ecstasy pills but go? Also, this is seemingly a university campus. It was because, very bizarre. Like, Trip goes outside, and our other cast of characters, Gretchen, um, the cool South African one, mm-hmm. Cookie, the blonde, free spirit, and, and Nelson, who is Trip's frat brother. Okay. Yeah. I see. I didn't get, like, half of their names during the movie. <laughs> oh. I mean, you very rarely do, I guess. No. Uh so I just called Nelson DJ the whole time. Yeah. He was a DJ. Like they're all sharing a vehicle. Nelson and Trip are going, and I think also Cookie are they're, going to this festival called Area 52. They're all going. Gretchen. No, they're not. Oh. I thought Gretchen was to surprise her boyfriend. I think she was just also traveling to go see her boyfriend. Oh, I see. Like Gretchen and Jack were going to go see the boyfriends. I see. That makes sense. And then the other three were going the festival or whatever. But maybe I. You know what? Maybe I am wrong because why else did she have the the tent? I just thought that they had said that they were going a different place. I have no idea. Maybe they're going to Joshua Tree. That or was her sense. boyfriend's name, Joshua. His name was Joshua. Oh, I thought that too when they were talking about Joshua later, but it wasn't the case. Well, doesn't Cookie also say that she's a lesbian? Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was speculation. But Gretchen doesn't correct her or anything. Oh, that's true. Also, Jack is there. The blind guy. Yes. Uh, He went blind because he got hit in the back of the head by a lawn dart as a child. And Tripp thinks it's very funny. Yeah. He's like, he he thinks it's like a big joke. Oh, yes. They're all playing on him. Yeah. This guy's not blind. There's no way. He even sends him into the woman's, like, bathroom when they stop at this diner. Like, what an asshole. Which Cookie hates. Yeah, he like helps him out of there. Uh, and I don't know. They while they're sitting there, um, Trip tells Nelson about how he stole the pills from the, the doctor Radford, and then he gets a phone call from Radford, and Radford knows that Trip stole everything because there was a webcam that was on. Yeah, an extremely grainy webcam, <laughs> and uh, this doctor is no one to mess around with because he's nuts. He had sex with the corpse of a patient that he killed. Oh. Yeah. Urban legends. Yeah. That's how it happens. So uh, the doctor makes an ultimatum to trip. If you're not at the Area 52 certain tent in two hours, you'll be dead. (laughs) And he keeps his promises. And they drive off and Trip tells them all that he stole this shit. And Gretchen is not thrilled. Because she doesn't want to get potentially busted Mm -hmm. transporting MDMA. And she stops the car and tells Trip to get out and call another ride. Cookie gets out to pee. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there isn't a signal or anything, but a wave of spookiness sweeps over them, Uh-oh. which we know from the end. This is like the moment where the accident happens that puts them into limbo. But but we don't know that for the time being. We just think it's a dead zone mm-hmm. where he can't call. So I thought it was like an appropriate setup. Oh, definitely. Uh, I like how they pulled it all together in the end uh, with it. Like it was realistic in that sense, not being able to see the RV because the car parked in front and everything. And then when they're like driving away, they see their own car crashed. Mm-hmm. From should, the future. Should we stop and help? But then they hear the police sirens. Mm-hmm. So they think it's already getting taken care of. Yes. Uh, and they are going back to the diner to drop Trip off, where hopefully he will be able to get another ride. Was it the same one? Yeah. She was like, okay, well, I'll at least drive you back to the diner. Well, that's part of the reason why they were so astonished. Like later when Jack goes missing while they were exploring the diner, and they're like, where's Jack? Jack comes out and he's like, I don't hear anything are you sure this is the same place where we just were i must have missed that and once they're there their vehicle dies immediately what a coincidence because somebody cut the gas line yes and trip's gonna fix it with condoms all because he brought a giant box of them that he can wrap around this fuel line uh and meanwhile everyone else is going to see if they can get more gas or whatever they're just going back into the diner yeah cookie takes a pill that she stole from trip Mm -hmm. uh, which is not stealing if you can't give it back perfect as soon as she takes it she starts coughing and she says there's like something up with the air um gretchen and trip get friendly because they're polar opposites it's pretty Mm expositiony um they can't find Jack. Yeah, and then that's when he comes out. And he says, yeah, like, I don't hear anything at all. Uh, and obviously there's no one in the diner. All of the chairs are empty, but there's still food on the table. Uh, the phones don't work, and the TVs only make static. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the radios don't work either. And they try and extend their car radio with tinfoil? Would that work? I'm not sure. I think they also had like another sort of aerial thing in there with that tinfoil. And they basically they get a road to closed message. Still nothing. Did you hear that? What was? Wait, go back. Chuck, don't move! What? There's some sort of disaster. They closed the roads. I heard bio. Like anthrax? That explains the busy signals. I hope nobody's hurt. Okay, let's not overreact. We really don't know what they said. But they think it's like a bio attack. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, you are being led to believe a few things during this movie, right? Like, you could think it's Radford who's coming to get him, Mm -hmm. or that it's this bio attack. Supernatural entity that's uh, snapped everyone away to the nether realm. Or aliens, even. Anything. Um, Cookie finds a Bible with a bunch of writing in it. Mm -hmm. And she and Jack, I thought they were going to end up being like love interests. But they're sleeping in the same bed. Uh, getting romancy on a vibrating bed. Mm-hmm. And Most fun you can have for a quarter or something. Yeah, it's uh, got to be great. And I've then never she leaves him to go show the book to Gretchen. Yeah. 
Um, everyone starts snooping around the place, finding stuff like dead sheep and rooms with no lights. Uh, they go in a workshop and there's a bunch of like weapons made of broken bottles and stuff, Mm -hmm. which is very strange. Pre-made weapons. Jack walks into a room where the mom from the beginning is and she's got fucked up face. Yes. And she's carving a message into the table. Tell my son I love him. Oh no. But of course he's blind so he can't see her. Yes. Or hear her. Because she can't make any sounds. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets to scare Trip a little bit by like sneaking up behind him. Except he's blind, so he can't sneak up behind anyone. Yeah, because he can't tell when someone's in front of him. Gretchen doesn't really care about the Bible. We're in a low-rent hotel. She's not too worried about in it. In the middle of nowhere. Of course there are going to be unsavory people doing things like this to Bibles. And because of that, she's going to be staying in her tent. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trip is going to go off alone to try and find gas. He takes his skateboard and he just skateboards away down the road to a campground or something like that. There's also a really dumb homophobia scene that I didn't really care for. Oh, what's that? Jack, well, Jack doesn't want to take oh. Nelson's hand because he doesn't go that way. But ha, he will ha, take ha. his arm. You want to hold my hand? Uh, you seem nice enough, but I don't go that way, pal. Ha, freaking ha, buddy. <laughs> eh, it's like that. Yeah, I'm not gay. Yeah, eh, whatever. It's, it's not that big of a deal or no, anything. But it was. Uh, Jack is full of a lot of little throwaway jokes like yeah, that. He's, he's like a, the comedian of the group, I guess. Yeah, he can be inappropriate when no one else can. At the worst times, but are they really the best times for him to lighten the mood? The answer is yes. They have a classic slasher movie campfire where Jack tells them. That the first sense you have when you're born is smell, and the last sense you have when you die is smell. Is that true? No. I mean, I don't know how anyone would know that. Well, they could probably monitor brain activity. I have no idea. I'm not sure. We should have looked it up or something. We probably should have. We could look it up right now. But uh, his sense of smell is heightened. He's like the daredevil of nose (laughs) and smelling. And Nelson tells a story about a killer cannibal, which I guess is kind of an oxymoron. Like, or, like, do you really need to say killer cannibal? I guess well, maybe he eat just eat the corpses flesh. that you eat. find. True. That's true. Yeah. Yes. That's probably what I would do. And while he's doing this, Cookie sees a cloaked person standing in the restaurant. Ah! But then when she and Nelson go look, there isn't anything there. No. Although, there is the, that part where Nelson, like, leans down to get the crown royal. Yeah, and we see the boy from the beginning in the background Ah. and then he's gone okay thank you for confirming that was the boy from the beginning because i was like who the fuck yes because he's there and he's gone in a flash (laughs) like a great deal on car insurance so at the rest station where trip goes Mm -hmm. um the payphone starts ringing and trip tries to answer it but there's like nothing there nothing at all but he does find radford and then like shoots a flare at him Oh, no, he shoots a flare because he's told everyone, I'm going to bring this flare gun. If you see a flare, that means I'm in trouble. And he shoots it up in the air. Radford is seemingly going to attack him with a tire iron or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and back at home base at the diner, we see uh, Gretchen facing Jack and the flare go up behind Gretchen's head and then come down. 
So the only person who could have seen this was Jack. And he can't see. Oh, no. What a cruel twist Which they of do fate. remind you quite a lot. Yes. Cruel um, twist of fate. The last thing Jack does remember seeing is a blue sky, he says. Well, that's nice. I mean, I guess he was playing lawn darts when it happened, so. And then Gretchen leaves him alone uh, to go check on Cookie and Nelson. Mm-hmm. It, it, they leave him alone a lot in this movie. Yeah, and it seems kind of cruel when they do it, where it's like, okay, well, we're we're going to leave you alone outside. And while he's alone, he can smell a bad smell, and we see something walk by him. Yes. Um, Uh-oh. And then Gretchen sees Nelson and Cookie getting cuddly and dancing. Kissing. She's super high now. She's like, I I just want to give everyone a hug. And I would give Jack a thumbs up if he could could see see it. (laughs) Just a thumbs up. Okay. I would say two thumbs up at least. Then when she goes back to talk to Jack, um, he's like, oh, both of them were there? Because he heard and smelled the other thing earlier. And he knows it was walking on two feet. Because he heard it. Uh oh. Trip makes this like what he thinks to be daring getaway, but we know is nothing because oh, he's I just by himself. Funny. I because he's hiding in the public washroom. Yeah, uh, but it's an automatic toilet, so he can't move or else it'll flush. Mm. Hilarious! What are, modern conveniences ruining classic slasher <laughs> tropes? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he bails. He just jumps out of the. It's like arid desert so there's just a giant like open window and he starts going down the road skateboarding away and then he sees a car coming so he like jumps in the ditch and it's michael ironside in a big old rv he's looking for his wife he's kind of creepy and but it's seemingly been a while he's like very weird he asked trip to come out so he can get a look at him Mm -hmm. and then he gets all mushy to see another person I haven't seen anyone in hours. But Henry gives him a ride in his RV, and they have a real awkward ride where yeah. they're talking about his wife and stuff. And uh, there's no radio. They have a CB radio, but no one's answering. Nothing's on the have radio. Have you ever used a CB radio? I um, have not. No. That I can, like, think of. No, I haven't. I've used walkie-talkies. Yeah. Those, like, high-powered, crazy Yeah, ones. me too. We used yeah. to, like listen to construction sites oh yeah i remember you telling me when we were driving to our cottage and stuff Uh, i almost always end up getting stuck in traffic at construction oh you know what i did that too once we brought we bought the brought them to go camping and i was goofing around with them in the car and i was like hello (laughs) hello classic kid yeah exactly they must have loved that that must happen all the time Oh, definitely. The, with the proliferation Maybe of less walkie-talkies. less so now because people have phones mm, to keep them more occupied. And to communicate with each yeah. other. Whereas yeah. we didn't really... It was There were no phones back then. <laughs> like well, there that. were cell phones, but it was like kids didn't have cell phones back definitely then. Definitely not. You had to back be a, 105 years ago. A rich business executive <laughs> on the move. So Henry and Trip get to the hotel gas station thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they rendezvous with Gretchen and Jack. And yeah. then Henry starts having chest pains. He's looking great. And he's saying, I keep blacking out. And um, I've seen... I haven't told my wife about it. And I see weird people on the highways. Yeah. They're all fucked up. They think it's weird. Um, yeah. But he's going to stay with them that, like for the night. Yes. So then Trip is suddenly being very, very serious. Because he knows that uh, there's a... 
uh, mal malevolent forces or on something. The exactly. He uh, thinks it's uh, just Radford. Yes. Coming after them at this point, though. So he's like, "Hey, uh, you guys gotta be careful." Yeah. He like goes and checks on Cookie and Nelson, mm-hmm. and tells them that he thinks like Radford is coming. Um, and then they start making out when he leaves because they're like, "He's never serious like this." Yeah, I didn't. I did not ship them. I thought no. she and Jack, but I guess Jack and Gretchen were like a. I think she's also high on MDMA. Like, yeah, it's like, so is he. Like, I think. Oh, was he? Well, if he wasn't, I think he bit. ends up taking one. I probably. Like, Come I on, would. Dude. I would assume he takes one anyway. I hope so. Um, so he hears someone beating on this trash can trip. Yeah. And he like opens it, and there's a man in there. Half of a man yeah. from the he waist pulls him out, and then we see he's like ripped in half, and he Ugh. like scurries away. He's like, "Oh, I'm awake now. Goodbye." So Trip goes to get a gas can, and he sees Henry looking around with his uh, gun and flashlight mm-hmm. in this, like, shrubbery bush. And, like, point he points the flashlight directly into Tripp's face, which yeah. was a pretty dick move, IMHO. And Tripp calls his bluff when he's like, uh, I'm not doing anything. Because he's like, well, why are you looking around then? You saw him. Yeah. You see the dying people. People? There's more of them. couple at the way station. Oh, what's left of them? I tried to help, but there was nothing I could do. And the kid. Oh, God. The kid, it was scalped. There was so much blood. There was a trucker. I saw a trucker, half a trucker. Trip is it. A jerk with this info, though he withhold, like withholds it from Gretchen oh, and everyone. Yes. He does ask Gretchen if she's a good yeller, though. Yeah, because she might need to use it. Yeah, she says she's the best mm-hmm. at yelling. Do we hear her yell? No, I know we hear. I don't. Cookie think so. gives some excellent mid two thousand screaming. Yeah, for the Cookie's for the mid two Um, so Henry is in his RV. By himself. Yes. And he starts smelling a very bad smell. And I was very confused because I was like, is this coming up from the septic tank or well, something? Like, that's what he that's thinks because he, he tries to like pump it or whatever. Yeah. And we see the wavy thing come in and enter his lungs and then his whole life flashes in front of his and eyes. And he dies. I, the, the like flash before your eyes thing was an extremely mid 2000s sort of way of doing that like quick cut montage things yes like that were very popular well i feel like it was also because it was like the way station's a metaphor like really just driving it home like oh there's more here than just them dying yeah they're super dying (laughs) uh and then at the camp jack and gretchen talk about how her boyfriend is cheating on her Mm and she knows and also Jack is really into Gretchen. He's like in love with her. He's somehow. like, oh, you know, I got to see all sorts of nouns, proper and otherwise, before <laughs> I went blind, but I never got to appreciate the full beauty of a woman. Exactly. Because he was only seven when it happened. Laying it on pretty thick there. And then a trip siphons poop into his mouth. <laughs> You'd think you would notice pretty quickly yeah. that. Also, it didn't look like a gas. Whatever. 
I feel like they would intentionally design them to look different. Exactly. And we know that Trip is at least supposed to be somewhat mechanically inclined. Yeah. Because he was like trying to fix their car with their the gas condoms. Line. Exactly. It seemingly succeeded. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, and then there was that part that you really jumped at when the cell phone went off. You like. It scared the had shit air time. out of me. It was so loud compared to the rest of the movie. And also, this is back when, like, cell phones were not like, hey, hey, come, I'm in your pocket. It was, like, screaming. It's like, ah, rah, rah, rah. yeah, anyways, it scared the hell out of me. Yeah. And I hated it. And uh, it happened twice in this movie. It did. Both it, times, same cell phone. Yes. And it scared me both times. <laughs> um, Tripsy's radford run away yeah and then he's at the like radford is at the end of cookie and nelson's bed Just for a second at them. and then when they look again he's gone but ah, the door is open oh and they obviously it's trip t- classic trip move coming to stand at the end of the bed and watch you make out and he, trip is trying to find a cell phone signal he goes mm-hmm. on the like the roof of the hotel. Yeah, he realizes you can use the dumpster from earlier <laughs> to get up there, and he does. And then he gets a bad smell, and the wavy line's up there. Oh, no. And then he hears something behind him, and his phone rings again from a private number. It seems to be Bradford asking where he is. Yep. And then, bam, uh, there's a the reeker behind him. The Yeah, it stinks, and it's got a... I don't know, even know what you would call it. And it gets him yeah and uh he does not die though which no. we know because we don't see they, the flash yeah there's like the life flashing before your eyes that mm-hmm. they show for every other person that dies so that's also how i knew that like josh was like still booting around true, at the end true, 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 true. um cookie and nelson hear him above them on the roof yeah and then falling over cookie needs to go pee again which is her character trait. that is yeah one of her many character traits <laughs> so she leaves to go pee outside mm-hmm. and then she sees this outhouse that mysteriously opens and smells very bad and she goes in there and uh it's the door slams behind her and she drops her light into the human waste i definitely would just pee outside i mean for me, the re- whole reason why she's peeing outside is because, quote, the plumbing doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I think I would still just pee in the toilet <laughs> because it's not like it's going to be like I would. They weren't like eating asparagus all exactly. day or something, or like drinking so much coffee stirred with asparagus <laughs> that it would bother anyone. She uh, knocks her flashlight down into the toilet, and we watch the light fade, and it's um, like fully illuminating her face as she like gets all up close to it. Hmm. Don't think I. Yeah, I definitely would not go in this outhouse to begin with. It looks haunted. She starts to go to the bathroom, and then um, something falls on her, and then her nose starts bleeding, and then she's bleeding when she brings the toilet paper back up, mm-hmm. and uh, then something grabs her and starts dragging her down to the gross, icky uh, poop. We don't really see that stuff. Like, she's not, like, covered in anything, which I thought was nice, at least. I would hate to drown in something like that, man. It's terrifying, and it happens all the time. And this is the first time we see the little drill guy that comes up. Yeah, it comes up, like, in front of her, and it's like, zip, zip. Yeah, sort of like um, Star Wars. That happens in Star Wars, one of them. When they're in a trash compactor, I think. There's, like, a little eyeball guy that comes up. Oh, yeah, it comes up. Yeah, so it's like that. Uh, but it's sort of like a 
I don't even know what you would call it. Almost like one of those handheld blenders, but with <laughs> knives instead of blenders. Yeah. It's just yeah. saying hello. And then she's dragging herself out. And she thinks she's okay, but then she gets dragged further and further down. And then uh, blood comes out of her mouth. She falls with the TP. Mm-hmm. And then life flashes before her. There's lots of nature and animals, but then it ends with Radford. Dun, dun, dun. What does it mean? What does it mean? Was he down there? <laughs> he was down there with his blunder, blending her up. Nelson wakes up and he goes to try and find her. Um, he Where goes to the she? outhouse and there's nothing. So he goes to, to the office and Jack comes up behind him. He hasn't heard Cookie or smelled her, whatever yeah, he does. But have you seen Trip? But because they're both gone, Nelson thinks that the two of them have snuck off together. And he starts checking every room and then he starts hearing a noise that... Slamming a whammy. Could potentially be them uh, fucking, I guess. And while he's doing that, Jack was trying to, like, call on the phone. Mm -hmm. And he could hear stuff again, but it's all jumbles and mumbles. And then he finds the dead deer right behind him on the floor. Yeah, that was very strange because he walked in that room no problem. Yeah. But then he trips over coming out. Well, I think that was sort of the point, that the deer materialized behind ah, him. Ah, I see. You know what I mean? That would be explained. Like it's supposed to be like spooky? By the metaphysical elements of this movie. <laughs> oh, oh my God. And I loved that Nelson had this like shitty 2005 MP3 player Whoa, that he was listening his what, music on. What a crazy flashback yeah. to when those were things. MP3 players, man. Before uh, iPods like destroyed all others, <laughs> basically. He is yeah. seething, listening to what he thinks are Cookie and Trip boning down. Yeah, thumping from the next room over and then he gets the smell and the waves and it uh -oh. starts to drag him under the bed but he escapes and we see it's the drilly guy again saying hello yes um i thought he was relatively smart in his idea to wrap himself in a blanket and break through the window yeah it, he doesn't get it on the first, <laughs> the first try, try which i just bounces loved. off uh because that's exactly probably what would happen <laughs> to me but i also think if you're gonna try to jump through a window you gotta go hard thing first you gotta yeah. have something in your hand like a pointy uh hammer because when he does get through mm -hmm. he ends up with glass in his neck and oh then he no how embarrassing and it's right in front of gretchen and she's like um i don't know how to say that he's dead to you jack yeah but he's dead <laughs> she covers the body up and then the two of them start yelling for the others mm -hmm. um looking for cookie yeah. So they go to the RV and they find Henry's body. And Gretchen leaves Jack again. I alone with the body. hated this. And she takes Henry's gun. And she isn't afraid because she's from Johannesburg. Yeah. Baby. It takes a lot to make her afraid. <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, but unfortunately, it must also take a lot to keep her on track. Because she's like going looking. And the first thing she does is put the gun down. Yeah. That gun should be welded to your hand. Because she's going through the Bible that Cookie found earlier. And it has, like, this is not real written on it. And, like, illustrations of the the device yeah. thing. Uh-oh. It's all coming back now. It's all clear. And Jack tries to radio from the RV. And mm -hmm. he starts hearing these, like, mechanical noises. Yes. Asking what it wants and who it is. And he hears, you're dead. Ah. So he runs out and he ties a string to the RV to find his way in case he gets lost, gets lost or whatever. And he basically immediately does because there's whispering all around him. 
invisible whispering to distract him and basically trick him into walking into the desert. And while Gretchen is looking at the book, Radford is behind her covered in blood. Uh-oh. There's bloody handprints all over this room. And it's carved. Writing on the walls with lots of last words. Yeah. And one in particular about the mystery of the in-between yeah. and how there's no happy endings. You'll fight here. You'll die here. <laughs> ah, there's so much blood. <laughs> Jack winds up way in the middle of the desert mm -hmm. and he hears these voices swarming all around him. He's desperate to believe that this is all just like a yeah, joke. So he's, he's like, I thought you were You're different, Gretchen. Even you. How could you? <laughs> Gretchen goes back and she sees the gun is gone. Mm -hmm. And then Jack starts coming back to the RV by a string and running. But then when she gets to the RV, he isn't there. And someone's pulling the slack. string. Um, so he doesn't really have any idea where he is. Mm -hmm. Then we get his POV, which I thought was kind of interesting. It was sort of what dog vision looked. It was very daredevil -y, I guess. Yes. I At first, I was like, is this his fucking smell-o vision? Is that well, what that's you're trying what you to... said. I, I, I was like, know. are they trying to pass this off? As but yeah, I don't I think... I think maybe that... he can like see like light. Yeah, like most, yeah. most people with visual impairments in North America actually are partially, if poorly sighted. Oh, really? Yes. I had no idea. The more you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so he's very, very poorly sighted, and, and then he the can bad see... smell comes. Yeah, and the shadows and the cloaked reeker. Ah. And Jack starts suffocating, and the reeker goes to drill him, but then Trip comes and tells them they need to get back and shoots at the ghost. And he also is missing his arm. His arm is gone. Oh no! <laughs> but he's still alive and not bleeding very much somehow. Who knows? Well, again. Magic. None of this is real. I know, but like <laughs> to them, it's sort of like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm not dead. Uh, but then the ghost comes back and attacks Trip again. Well, yeah, they go to the room with all of the weapons mm -hmm. and Trip tells the story about how the person in the floor oh, below yes. him died and rotted. And the smell is the same as this. And he'd never forget it. And then uh. he starts passing out and... He, I thought he and Jack had a cute exchange about Trip being able to see and Jack being able to jerk off. Yeah. What's the point anyway? At least you can still see. At least you can still whack off. Use your other arm. Have you ever tried using your other arm? It's like having a stranger just tugging away at you. It's impossible. Because the other hand... It feels like a stranger. Yeah, it just isn't the same, and he's tried. Gretchen starts coughing outside, so Trip runs out to save her, and it's the Reeker. Ew. And he attacks. Um, Trip, ends, Trip ends up getting all kinds of kills yes. and tore up. And he throws the gun to Gretchen. I did like the blood and stuff. Yeah. He gets real drilled up. Like, drilled in the guts, and uh, not the way that I would choose to go. Okay, so... When his life flashes before his eyes, mm -hmm. it implies that he was molested. Right? Okay, thank you. That oh, is okay. exactly what I thought as well. But I was like, I also can't tell people apart very well. Yeah. So I was like, maybe that's just him imagining himself because it was like a dark-haired person. Uh, yeah. But no, that's exactly what I okay. thought. Yeah. Like, There's this like explains... a guy saying, just me and you, and doing the like shh finger thing. This explains... All of his crazy behavior or his uh, antisocial behavior. Self-destructive behavior. So says the movie anyways. Um, yeah, so that's the end of Trip. Mm -hmm. And Jack and Gretchen try and get away in the RV, but there's no gas. So they go up on the uh, 
like the top of the RV. Yeah, and ja- uh, Jack can sniff him out like a bloodhound. When, wherever he's appearing, 9 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Yeah, because he knows what o'clock is because he was 7 when he lost oh, that's his vision. True. So that was probably one of the last things he learned was how to tell time based See, on a clock. To me, I was more like, how is he smelling him from so far away when he just materializes and dematerializes like a ghost magic? Well, he can smell as well. He's like, he smells him. So maybe it was smell-o-vision. I don't know. Because he can, like, smell the bad smell and he knows, like, where it's coming from. Yes. I was just, like, surprised that he was smelling at such a distance at so immediately. But maybe the guy just smells so bad. And then he starts telling all of these jokes to Gretchen. He's like, hey, you you ever had sex while... There's a monster. And trying to kill you on top of an RV. And then he falls off the RV. Which I loved because, I mean, I probably would, too, and I can see reasonably well <laughs> she helps him up and then the reeker comes and drills him in the back of the head yep. and suddenly he can see his vision for a split second seemingly or something and he takes the gas mask off the thing the, and the it's a, a skeleton oh no i thought the reeker was pretty scary looking like in terms of like for like pictures of that yeah. yeah uh i also sort of like it seemed very referential to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, especially when he's chasing them in the car and he's like waving his blender around. Yeah, I can see yeah. that for sure. Anyways, so yes, uh, Jack is drilled in the back of the head and his sight is temporarily restored. And Gretchen goes to shoot the Reeker, but the gun doesn't work. It's out of bullets. And then the Reeker just goes away. And she brings what? Jack to the van and then he sees her eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he like passes out and yeah. seemingly dies but as we know it doesn't show that yeah it the doesn't thing. show so you he know ju- he, he just passes out he isn't dead uh gretchen having spotted the gas canister earlier sprints around the building g- snatches it up and then we get a shot of her like filling her her station wagon uh, it's, it reminded me of a uh, Friday, uh, Friday the 13th video game when mm-hmm. you have to repair the car. Well, she also sees Radford and she hears him say, three are dead. Are there any others? <laughs> Which is like, what a crazy, weird thing to say. And then she ends up stabbing the Reeker in the chest mm-hmm. with like a big post. Ouch. Pike thing. He didn't like that. And then she gets in a car, but he comes and starts cutting the roof open like the Jaws of Life. Yeah. Oh! I hadn't thought of that. That's so smart. (laughs) And she hits the brakes and knocks him off. And then she hits him with the car and rams him into the RV. And the car and the RV. They go right through the side of it. Yeah. The the RV and the car pivot and they lift off the ground and then come back down. (laughs) And Gretchen's like, how did you know that the light would kill? That my eyes were brown. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah. She asks how he knew that her eyes were brown. Ah, because he could see. And then she drives off towards the rising sun. And they drive and drive until the sun comes up. Yay. And the radio starts working again. It can finally turn down the friggin' windows. And then the Reeker appears on the roof and he reaches down with his big old hook. Ah. And Jack tells her, if you want to live, you can't be afraid to die. So she crashes the car wildly. It rolls over and over and over and over and over. And then we see the real sequence of events as like things went down. Like Radford was following them and then mm-hmm. he came to save them because their car crashed and they've been in limbo this whole yeah. time. Henry's RV drove into them and murdered them. And they died as they died in the car accident. I did think, so like uh, Nelson went through the front windshield, mm-hmm. got glass in his neck. 
Cookie died of internal injuries. So I did think that was clever. Her yes. like always having to pee and getting drowned in the toilet thing. It makes sense, yeah. But uh, yeah. And we learned this happened because Henry had a heart attack while driving. And it as relayed by his wife. And then we also get some exposition from the troopers. Uh, a family died after hitting a deer. And a trucker got cut in half yeah. by the garbage thing. Or whatever he said. Exactly. Oh, this explains all of these weird so corpses. Much. <laughs> uh, they really lay everything out oh, they for us here, right to be honest. There. They like really show you everything all over again. And it's like, yeah, we mm-hmm. we, we did get it. Um, I, th- I think we're all following. And uh, <laughs> uh, that guy saved a lot of lives today. Or did he? Oh, he saved two. Yeah. I thought the cop said you saved a lot. Or maybe he, he just did. said you saved lives today. That's what oh, I said. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, we get... Really? Okay. I think it also could have been just as effective had the ones who died first... Oh, Soul Survivor also had a similar sort of plot, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. Um, and we watched that recently. Uh the ones who died first. They were actually alive. Like, they were at least one of them. Oh, I think that would have been interesting. Or, like, they disappeared totally. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Cookie, for example, who it didn't really show get, like, massacred or anything, if she had gotten, like, revived. And that's why she died. Yeah. Or, like, disappeared. Disappeared. That would make sense. Yeah. I think that would have been a fact. Or even if they would have had, like, Jack just, like, disappear. Like, when he fell off the roof of the RV. Yeah, that would have been If he would have just been, like, gone, because then he was, like, alive And he didn't seem to be, like, grievously injured. I guess he needed to uh, tell Gretchen how to win. Oh, yeah, that's true. Give (laughs) her the courage that she needed to be saved by CPR? Exactly. Despite this giant head wound. Yes. (laughs) Very unclear. Then we get some future times where Gretchen asked... Jack, if he remembers anything, seems like a weird time. To uh, yeah, be I also a- noted that, that, that exact they're question. just walking around outside. Jack has a big head bandage on, and they're both dressed very mid autumnal. Whoa, very mid two thousands. <laughs> She's got one of those long, skinny striped scarfs yeah. that are in like candy colors. Wearing a blazer, wow. sort of jacket, and they're an wow. item now. They're dating. Yes, this really brought them together. I believe he's wearing a t-shirt over a long sleeve <laughs> shirt. Probably. Yeah. I do like this movie. Oh, it was definitely... I think it's really entertaining The dialogue was very snappy as well. This was one of those ones where we didn't pause it and be like... Or at least I didn't feel halfway through like, God, there's still... No. 45 minutes left? How is this possible? No. Although I was like, how are they going to wrap this up in a way that's going to be satisfying? It's not really that It's satisfying. not really very satisfying. There's a sequel as well. Oh, they die again. I seem to remember this sequel being a little bit more slashery mm-hmm. than this one. Um, I only ever saw it once, I think. I do know that it's like Mercy Monroe, who's the lead character. I can't really remember the the plot. It but just, it, it does take place like at the same or a similar diner sort of thing. It sucks that when you die, you have to get killed all over again in a frightful hell dimension. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you kill yourself in this... And then you mm. go back to life. Yeah. See, that line didn't really make sense to me. It like, didn't. Why did she have to flip the car in the... Like, why did she have to kill herself in that to get back to life in real life? Because CPR brought her back. And also, she right? had a pretty substantial head wound. Why 
Also, was she not wrapped in head bandages? I a, guess because her cool hair was a look tensor as cool. for her neck. Yeah, something like her. She had a huge gash. Yeah. Well, they got hit by a giant RV, and we've already seen what the the car can do to the RV. Imagine what the RV can do to the car. <laughs> it's revenge, really. Yeah, that's what she took. I guess Very she true. she took revenge in the end. The six degrees of Jamie Lee is extremely easy for this one. Ariel Kebel was in The Kid and I with Jamie Lee Curtis. They both played themselves in that movie, I believe. Sequel to The King and I. No, so it's, I think, around the same year. And it's like Tom Arnold plays Tom Arnold, but he has like a kid sidekick. And so Jamie Lee Curtis plays herself. Ariel Kebel plays herself. It's like a weird... One of those It's like a scenarios. being John Malkovich, but not supernatural. Yeah. Interesting. I will say, I also thought Trip was much older than... A, he's obviously much older than he was supposed to be mm-hmm. in, the, in this. Oh, but yes. I also thought he was older than 27, which he was in real life at the time oh. of the filming. The mid-2000s. Yeah, everyone looked yeah, older or way time. younger. Hard time for everyone, really. <laughs> in my opinion. Know. I like this movie. I would recommend this movie. It was certainly you, entertaining. You don't have to like it. We can have differing opinions. Well, it's not that I hated it. No, it just, but you like, wouldn't recommend it. And w- like, wh- why wouldn't you like? I guess just because I was sort of like, it, it is a little. The cute. ending, I was like, I was hoping at the beginning that it was going to go somewhere where it was like, because there's that earthquake, which is probably part of the well that the car earthquake accident. was yeah yeah and all that stuff. So originally. Before I realized it was a car accident and that they were dead and everything, I was like, oh, something interesting is going to happen. (laughs) But obviously, because I've never heard of this movie, I should have realized. Well, the whole reason I thought for us to do this movie, we watched something else recently where, or you read a book recently where this was sort of a thing. And then you like went down a rabbit hole. Oh, what the fuck was that book? And that's how you learned about that mind games. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is going to drive me nuts. Yeah. What was that terrible Maybe book? it's better that you don't remember the title, because then you're not spoiling it. Oh, that's true. Twist. But man, I seem to remember hating it a lot. Yeah. A lot. And that got me thinking about this movie. So I was like, oh, we should do that for the pod, because yes. I remember liking it. I still liked it. Good. So, I'm glad. Is it the best movie ever? Absolutely Well, not. that's exactly what you were <laughs> but saying earlier. I still like earlier. it. No. Of course. Um, all right. Socials? Are we done? Is that yeah? It? Oh, I'm done. Okay, it's getting hot. the The dogs are getting restless. Def First Blood on Twitter. Definitely First Blood on Instagram. Definitely First Blood at gmail.com. Um, thank you thank for you. listening. You're the best. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Okay, dogs. You can be crazy now. Go nuts.